Hey, Craig. So, you know, yeah. I'm, I, it's all I want to do is sit outside on the porch. I know, I know. Because well, it that, is you got too hot in my too. house. Yeah, I yeah. got a new job. And there was a, there was a couple of weeks in particular where I was, uh, I, 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 they did not start me off slowly. Um, <laughs> they were like, you are, you were qualified for this job and you are going to do this job. Um, screw orientation. Uh, I mean, that, that yeah, both so. feels good and is also like sort of like very uh, anxiety ridden, right? Like, like you're yep. like, oh, they trust me. And then you're like, oh, shit, they trust me. Oh, God, me. they trust me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I better live up to that. Well, yeah, before we get too far, I guess we can uh, say who we both are. I'm, I'm Craig Powers. This is Podcast Versus Everyone, episode 122. Uh, I can't believe we made it that far. And with me for all 122 episodes, has been Jeff Newser. Hello. Hello. So Jeff, we, we have a we have a unique kind of start to the show tonight. Um, <laughs> yeah, we do. You and I were being a little lazy about coming up with topics. So uh, we just went on Twitter. Yeah. And asked people to uh, give us topics. Uh, so I just want to like kick right into that. Like let's just get into it. This is our first ever like mailbag type episode. It's not really a mailbag. Yep. We like the, all these suggestions came from like an hour ago. Um, but I mean, I'll be honest, like, like I, one of my favorite podcasts, and I I know you listen to it too, is No Sadietis, the Sounders podcast. And, uh, they, they do mailbag questions every episode. And it's like, it takes up about two thirds of their episode, honestly, half to two thirds is the questions. And I love it. And it's like one of like the, the best things that they do. And I'm like, why don't we do that more? It's because we're too elitist. We're like, they couldn't possibly come up with a better topic than us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, normally there's so much to talk about. Right. And for them, it's like, you know, they've got a game a week or two games in a week for basically like nine months. (laughs) So it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, what else, you know, at some point you get tired of talking about, the games we've had you know so many different you know sports and seasons to talk about things like that it's like you know and then last year even we we sort of joked about how we thought we were gonna have to do this sort of thing all through the summer and then there was like plenty of news like all summer long um and and even the you know the year before that when we started like so yeah it's it's kind of yeah it's it's wild it's you know we, we finally made it to a point where Cougar sports have uh, have have actually like stopped. Like there's just not much 
going on. So yeah, they pretty much have a. I don't think any. I think everything's officially done at this point. I can't. I think there might be. Is there a track? Is track still, track still going? Oh, track is still going. We yeah, so there's the NCAA there's, championships and, yep. are still coming. But uh, rowing finished one. over the weekend. Baseball finished over the weekend. So I think tennis yeah. is done. Yeah, I think so. I think they um, finished a while back. Yeah. So so yeah, let's 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 hit right into it. One of our one of our old friends, um, our SB Nation brethren from back in the day. Uh, ta- speaking of Nosadietes and the Sounder at Heart blog, um, Dave Clark. Uh, came in with a question. Um, I mean, obviously he said, "Why am I not there?" Which he asks us a lot. Um, yeah. But we'll have we'll have you on someday, Dave. We'll decide we'll have a soccer episode. Um, yeah. But he want he asked about Trinity Rodman's NWSL yes, start. Yeah. So I was so I'll I'll say this like we could have went to the rain match. Because I had tickets to that, and we had tickets to Sounders, and we chose to go to the Sounders, so we missed. Like we could have watched Trinity Robin play on Sunday in person. So I feel kind of dumb, especially considering that Sounders match was boring, boring. But we did get to hang out with Preston and Sammy uh, before the match. So that that was like that that was kind of like why you used to like going to sports games is to hang out with your buds. (laughs) I mean, who knew? Yeah, I mean, who knew getting some beers at the flat stick before with funny. some friends I got was home. fun. I got home and everybody's like, oh, did you have a good time? And I'm like, yeah, I had an awesome time. Did the Sounders win? No, that was like the worst game I've ever seen. Yeah, that was. <laughs> well, the, wor- the worst game I've ever seen that we didn't lose. Like that's yeah. that's sort of like the qualifier. Uh, but everything else about it was awesome. You know, like uh, seeing friends and having beers and. Doing all that stuff, and I know that I know it's only a matter of time before before our friend Dave is is back there with us. So, yeah, and so Trinity Rodman, um, she has been uh, uh, primarily used as a second half sub. Uh, she did, I think, she has started one. She started uh, no, she has used started three matches. Just to shut up, she she uh, she was used as second half sub in the Challenge Cup, but she has been used as a starter in the NWCL games until the last one. Cause she had, uh, had a knock in the last match. I think they were just limiting her minutes a bit, but yeah, she has been making me long for, or making me hate COVID even more. Um, <laughs> As if she, that was possible. <laughs> she in one of the best, uh, professional leagues in the world is holding her own. And she, um, you know, she she came out. She she hasn't scored a goal in the regular season, but she definitely uh, scored uh, at least one and an assist in the Challenge Cup. And then she's got an assist already uh, in the in in the regular season. Um, so if you're not familiar with NWSL, before the season started, ran a, a, like a, a tournament, a preseason tournament, um, which uh, we don't want to talk about. Who, well, Morgan Weaver won. Uh, she yeah, her, we can she talk won. about that. Don't worry about the team. Um, she won. <laughs> um, and then uh, so, but Trinity Rodman showed out in that, and then she's just become a regular at the age of just having turned 19 like two weeks ago. Um, really impressive. She's one of the, she's the youngest player in the history of the, the league. Um, and she's 
already showing that she's good are proving that she would have been really good at wazoo yeah, yeah. um like take us back deep into the ncaa tournament good again uh yeah. like uh she so she's uh, it's it's really cool to see her do that and um you know she's a kook to me forever and uh she's got that pace that you would uh, that that was advertised uh she's definitely a forward that you know can beat her man down the field on a long ball she's also skilled don't she's just she is every bit as advertised very good and um i i'm again i feel like an idiot Uh, although we did i mean it it, i'm of two minds here loved hanging out with michael and sammy bummed that i missed uh trinity rodman and also rose lavelle's debut as well yes whatever um but yeah, we'll I'll, I'll see we'll see her again, and uh, yeah, it'll be good. Well, it's you know that there aren't that many teams in the NWSL, uh, so you play you play each other quite a bit, play each other quite a bit. So there there will be there will be more chances to see see Trini Rodman. She'll be she'll be it's 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 not going to be long before she's featuring in the you know women's national team. Uh, you know, the really Olympics. a position they they I mean. They don't need at the moment, but they're gonna need. They they needed yeah. someone to step in at at the at the attacking positions. Obviously, yep. Rapino's thirty seven, and Alex Morgan's getting not getting any younger, and uh, yep. you know, so they 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 definitely need that. And she's gonna come in and be a dominant force in international soccer for a yep. long time. It looks like. Yep, and even though uh, I don't know, even if she didn't didn't ever play a minute for Washington State, let let's hope that everything says she's from Washington. She went to Washington State, so because she did, she did. She, she was she a student. Lived in Pullman. It counts. She went. To she school. just lived. She was a student. She was yeah. like, I mean, she you know, she was a she was a student athlete. Craig, she used the facilities. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm sure she went to the bathroom there at least once or twice. So, <laughs> thank you. I set you up for that one. <laughs> all right, you. Okay, you pick. Yeah. You, your turn. You pick a all right, question all right, from my our turn. list here. Uh, all right. So this one's from uh, Mobub Nine. Either Matt Blizzard or Matt Blizzard, or or I'm not sure. My, which Blizzard or Blizzard? Maybe, maybe the L I and S are silent, and it's Matt could Bard. Be. Could be could be it's possible all right so matt asks uh well it's not it's not really it's not really a question it's more just a statement of 8 p.m kickoff really so (laughs) so uh that's in reference to so that's something that's happened since we since we last recorded which is the uh kickoff times being announced for the first handful of games and uh uh, the first game of the year uh 8 p.m Pac-12 Network kickoff against Utah State. How excited! How excited are you, Craig? Yeah, you know, I was really planning on taking my daughter to that one, but I don't think that's happening. Um, and, and you and I, by the way, both have the same sort of philosophy about children, which is we just drag them along and we just deal, and the kids will be fine and they'll be all right, and they might be fussy or cry or whatever, but you know, it's just it is what it is, right? Like if like if you want to live life, you take your kids with you, but. That's maybe I'm with you. I think that's I think that's a bridge too far to take a toddler to an 8 p.m. kickoff. Yeah, eight eleven thirty, like eleven thirty finish to that game. Maybe, maybe. I mean, sometimes these games tilt, you know, closer to four hours, right? Yeah. Like it's not like you're guaranteed to be three, three and a half. I mean, this could very easily be pushing up against midnight, 
right? So yeah, and and yeah, we we've seen seven, seven thirty, seven forty-five. Uh, now we've got an eight, uh, really pushing it. You know, it's it's those early season uh, games when none of the teams are playing each other. So they ba- the Pac-12 network has got to fit twelve games. You know, Pac-12 network and and their partners, you know, Fox and and ESPN and everything have to yep. fit twelve games into the schedule. Yep. And that's when you get pushed to 8 p.m., um, yeah. which actually, you know, like a decent for an early season matchup uh, for a first weekend matchup is not a it's a pretty decent matchup. You know, you have a yeah, have a what's been a traditionally solid Mountain West program, at least yeah. recently. And then uh, and then a back 12 school. So um, but yeah, it, it, it kind of sucks. I, I, I saw you kind of allude to it like we don't need any weirdness. Uh, no. playing Utah State. We should be able yeah. to beat them, but like it, the margins aren't that big. Like, yeah, Jamie Vinnick goes, let's get weird. And I'm like, weirdness is the last thing I want in this game. <laughs> like, I just want, please, 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 let's just, let's pick up our win. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd be perfectly happy with a nice, you know, like 27 to 14 comfortable, you know, victory. Uh, I'd be all right with that. I, I will say this, though. Matt, uh, the second half of Matt's tweet was, uh, meet up tailgate question mark and you know to be honest that 8 p.m kickoff might actually be perfect for that sort of thing well we'll have to maybe think about that because that's like yeah um because with the 8 p.m you know you're not gonna have kids right mm-hmm. and there's plenty of time to to kind of hang out and do different things during the day so yeah we might we might have to think about that we might have to think and plus the weather's probably going to be spectacular um it usually is on that first weekend except for Uh, that one weekend well except for the one that is true (laughs) that is true but uh usually usually the weather is really good and so you know it could make for a nice you know a nice long day of of hanging out and and having drinks and doing all sorts of fun stuff 8 p.m kickoff you can legit just get lunch anywhere you want and you still can get seven hours of kick like tailgating in (laughs) yeah that's i mean (laughs) i I would say like for a normal amount of tailgating you might start tailgating at like four or five (laughs) right for an eight o'clock kickoff so i don't know but then you know but there there will be people out there i mean i'm sure sherwood will be out there for for you know 12 hours hanging out doing his thing although he may he may drive over the day of i don't know we'll have to see about that but yeah i well i already have you know friday night saturday night booked so (laughs) perfect i'm gonna have a nice long day in 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 the palouse they are making up for it though with the next two game times so Mm -hmm. you know it, it which is actually like really nice because normally it seems like we just get screwed all over the place right but, you know, the following week, we got a 3 p.m. kickoff against Portland State. That's a great kickoff time, right? I mean, that's that's right in the ballpark of the the ideal. Like when I was in school, the 2, two o'clock kickoff time was yeah. like the, the preferred perfect that, that kickoff was just, time. That was just what it was if the game wasn't on right. TV. Right. If it, it was wasn't on TV, PM. it was 2 o'clock, and it was perfect. Uh, that was when I was in school, is, too, actually. They okay. didn't have, we didn't have every game on TV in 2004 either, 2003. Yeah. So three o'clock, awfully close to that. That's great. And then the following week, USC twelve thirty national broadcast on Big Fox. That's pretty that cool. Yeah, is really cool. Um, that that is going to be very, very, very cool. 
And and uh, I have a feeling the atmosphere. I mean, provided something wacky doesn't happen the first two weeks, I, I have a feeling the atmosphere is going to be uh, is going to be pretty awesome. Going to be pretty awesome. So yeah, the the I, I wonder. Yeah, so I wonder. Actually, I know that Amanda can't go to that one because she's got like a, a family reunion type thing, and so mm-hmm. I'm definitely alone for USC. But but the three o'clock time is perfect to take fam to. Yes. But but Amanda's always like, she wants to go to like one, maybe two. I can like drag her to maybe a second game a year. She just doesn't like driving that far, you know, whatever. And uh, she always, though, does not want to like, if she's going to one game, she does not want to go to like the FCS game. Or yeah. she wants to see, well, she she's seen the Beavers a couple times. She just destroy Oregon State. So she likes that. But so so like that's the thing is like oh that's that's a perfect one to take the family to, but she's gonna be like oh it's Portland State and I'm like, yeah, I mean <laughs> could be a good game. You know? <laughs> <It> might be. <laughs> we don't know right now. We have no idea. Um, could be. I mean, if if it's a good game, in our eyes, we're gonna win by eight touchdowns. But yeah, uh, you know. I, we never. It could take it that could fit granted. a couple of definitions of good game. So, I'm just I'm just know? excited. So, this is gonna, I, since we're already talking about the football games, I'm gonna skip ahead in the questions and we can come back to yeah. some of the other ones. Okay, cool. But you know, we have our friend Brian Logan Bri- at yeah. Brian Logan six two seven on Twitter. Um, he he sent a couple. Um, we'll, we'll we'll start with this one. Likelihood of a fully vaccinated section in Martin this fall. I'm going to go 100%, 100% likelihood that yeah. we're going to have a fully vaccinated. And maybe like maybe a full stadium in, in the fall. I will be actually surprised if it's not just a full open stadium. Like, yeah. like I, 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 I mean, the Sounders are already going full capacity in their lower bowl. Now, granted right now you have to be vaccinated to sit down there. Right. So right. that, that came out today. Like, okay. So everybody has season tickets, which includes you and me can sit yeah. in their regular seats. If they're vaccinated, if they're not vaccinated or if they just don't feel comfortable with that, you can either opt to bank the credit for your tickets or sit in a socially distanced area up in the 300 level. Okay. So this is end of June. And the governor, as far as I know, is targeting the end of June for like full reopening. Full right? June 30th, yeah. yeah. June 30th. Now, I think that's predicated, if I remember right, that's predicated on like 70% vaccination or something. 70% right? the first, you have to have at least the first, I think. Yeah, so 70% first shot. I don't know where we're at on that. I'm not even honestly paying attention to it. But what I'm, what I'm just sort of like logically thinking is, you know, if, if we're targeting that sort of thing for the end of June, I mean, you're talking two months later, September 4th, like, like I, I just like, I think probably they're going to go outdoor events are fine, fully open. You know, we've reached a vaccination threshold, blah, 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 blah. I, I, I honestly think that it's going to be, I, so I don't think there's going to be a vaccinated section. I think it's just going to be, I think it's just going to be open to be honest. And since I know Brian's listening, I'm just going to remind him that, um, we'll have that full stadium, and after the first quarter ends, they'll play back home, and we'll oh, all cry while singing, <laughs> cry while singing it at full throat, and you're not going to be there, because I know you're not going to be there, Brian. 
I know you're not going to be there. You made other plans. I just want to remind you that you're not going to be there. Poor guy. To the first first game back with fans at Martin Stadium in almost two years. But, Poor hey, guy. I know you're a big fan. You'll be at every other game. You just make these plans every Labor Day, and that's what you do. But that's just that's just what you had to do. Priorities, man. Priorities. But, yeah, I think I'm ready for it. Full stadium. Yeah. Uh, and I think it will be. I really do. And yeah. so I, it's, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's going to be exciting. And, um, I'm, I'm already like getting, you know, jazzed up for the full sounder stadium experience, taking our seats over there by the ECS and just kind of oh, feeling man. that whole vibe. I mean, I'm all, I, you know, I, I got a little teary eyed watching the ECS when we were sitting up in the upper deck, you know, I was kind of looking down going, Oh yeah. You know, so I, I, I can't wait to be back in a full stadium with people just, you know, going bonkers and Tuesday night, and all that stuff. Tuesday yeah. night, right? Yeah. So I'm like, I, I am all about it. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to feel the same way in Pullman, probably worse or probably worse, better. I don't know which, which word to use there, but, um, but it, the, the emotions will be, I'm sure even more intense. Um, and especially as you said, you know, like when back home starts and we're all just a giant puddle. You know, it's uh, it's gonna be awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited. We're there. We're there. Da, 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 da. All right. That's right. Uh, your turn, Jeff. My turn. All right. So uh, the next one. Let's see. Do do do. Okay. So do we want to go to the basketball question next? Might be Hell a yeah. answer. Okay. So let's do the basketball question next. Okay. So looking at the newly released Pac-12 men's basketball. Oh, by, gosh, I should probably say who the question came from. This is from at MPB, the three, which is Marcus Paul Burns. So thank you, Marcus. Uh, looking at the newly released Pac-12 men's basketball schedule, I'm guessing we'll have to go at least seven and three at home and five and five on the road, plus win two games in the tourney to be within sniffing distance of the NCAA tourney. One, do you agree? Two, do you think this bunch can do that without Isaac Bonton? So let's tackle the first half first. Do you agree that a record of 12 and 8 plus a couple of wins in the Pac 12 tournament is probably what it's going to take to be within sniffing distance? Because I, I, I have my thoughts. Go ahead. No, I don't think it's going to take that much. I don't either. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's, that is a safely in kind of resume. Very. Yeah, high. I think that's like a, like a six seed. You know, a type, type, look with that type of record. Yep, six or it's, seven. It's uh, seven. you know, it's it's always tough to say because, you know, it all depends on who you beat, how you beat them, you know, that kind of stuff. So I mean, it's, you know, speaking in generalities though, you know, if you're talking twelve pack twelve wins, you know, plus. So if you're talking twelve pack twelve wins, then you're probably like, I mean, you're talking that's top half of the conference. You're, you're probably fourth, maybe mm-hmm. fifth. Mm-hmm. maybe third, depending on how it is. You're, you're talking third, fourth, or fifth, something like that in the conference, probably. And then, uh, so that means that means you're playing. You win a couple games. You That means you probably pick up a win over somebody else who's in the top half of the conference after that second. So you probably, you've got to buy, and that's the sort of, that win then puts you into the championship of the Pac-12 tournament, right? That second win would? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, at that at that point, you you are you are safely, I think, in. I, I I can't imagine a scenario where they would go twelve and eight and win a couple of Pac twelve tournament games and not be well into the tournament. So I, I think that's the thing. So if we're talking about what 
what is sort of sniffing distance bubble. I mean, I think then you're talking like. Well, we don't know the non-conference record schedule right. at all, and that's right. that matters a lot. That does matter. It, it that does matter. Um, if it's so like obviously last there's... year, then more knit wins will be needed. Obviously, yes. So there's there's a little bit of assumptions, you know, that they don't do anything stupid in the non-conference, and that their strength of schedule is, you know, at least mediocre. Uh, you know that that sort of thing. Which so mediocre would be a step up. From what right, they have step up from playing. what it was last but year. But I yes. assume that they will try to do that, knowing yeah. that they have a team that yes. could potentially get to the tournament. They're going to play yes. some tougher teams than non-conference. We know how smart this staff is, and so we know that they are, you know, as they continue to put their schedule together, they are crunching numbers like crazy to give themselves the best possible shot to make it to the tournament. So um, they're definitely not going to be flying blind. They're definitely not going to be just sort of guessing at what it's going to take. Um, they're going to know, okay, we need to do this. And this is our, I mean, I, I know they already did that. Like, like I know that for a fact that they already sort of crunched those sort of numbers with their, uh, non-conference schedule. I, I just know that this last year was so, was just, you know, you just kind of had to take what you could get, uh, you know, but I know that they already do that kind of number crunching. And so that they'll, they'll do that. And obviously they'll, they'll have to take, you know, some games against some terrible teams at home. But my, my guess is you'll probably see them in a pretty competitive, uh, holiday tournament. That's my guess. Um, you know, typically that's where a team like WSU can get, um, you know, can get some competitive games because it's awfully yeah. tough as we know to get people to come to Pullman, um, so, you know, and who knows, maybe Gonzaga will play us. That'd be fun. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, second plus, part of the question then. Oh, so, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, well, let's say, plus there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams in the top 60 of Bart Torvik's projection yes. right now. That means you're going to have a lot of chances in that schedule, yep. Yep. uh, to get at, like, uh, either a tier two or a tier or quadrant one or a quadrant two. win. so if it's on the road, it'd be a quadrant one win. So yep. if it's at home, it'll be a quadrant two win. Yep. So, think, so you're going to like the big 10 this year. It's going to be kind of like that. Uh, Maybe without, not quite not that so many top 10 and not so teams. many teams. Well, part of it is they've got, you know, 26 teams in the big 10, right? Yeah. I think it's right? 40 that, that, teams. Okay. Actually. 40 teams. But, yeah. you know, yes. So, I mean, obviously fewer teams, but but the, the proportion is going to be similar. I mean, you're just you're going to have opportunities to play good teams most nights. And and in general, that's actually usually a good thing for getting into the tournament. Like te- like yeah. when your conference is recognized as strong. Yeah, especially it, with the it new plays system. your benefit. Yes, it plays your benefit. Um, you, you tend to get the benefit of the doubt, especially if. As we know, the conference is perceived as strong before the season starts. Like that's really the key, right? You got to be perceived as strong before the season starts. It can't be reactive. So the the one thing that is gonna the the Pac-12 is really gonna benefit from that. All those runs deep in the tournament last year is they are gonna benefit from people being like, "Ooh, that's a damn good league." So, um, so that that will happen in a way that it didn't happen last year. And and like I said, that you know, it, the con- non-conference schedule is not gonna have to be you know, the, the strongest thing in the world. It just uh, needs to be I'll okay with a couple chances that, to pick up a couple decent wins. One thing that might hurt is that they only, and you might see it as a positive, but I see it as kind of a negative. Is they only get UCLA once. Yes, and that's true. UCLA is likely to be kind of the, the best, like the far and away highly rated team yep. in the league. Yep. 
And so they're going to give you the best bang for your buck. Even if you lose yep. close to them, it's going to yep. be a positive outcome. And we're only yep. getting one of those. So we have only one chance at a win. And it's in UC, it's at UC Poly Pavilion where it never freaking win. Um, so that's, that's kind of a bummer. Uh, yeah, it's actually the only, they, they only get Arizona state once, which is fine. They wouldn't, they're, I don't know that they're, they're projected to be solid. I'll see on that one. Like, um, (laughs) I think uh, we're both a little unconvinced by that, but but they do have, they do have a bunch of highly rated recruits coming in, uh, transfers, things like that. Yeah. No more Remy Martin. Anyway. Yeah. And and who yeah, knows? It would, you know, it would be nice Oregon to get two State, shots. Oregon UCLA State could end up sure. being better, better than they. You know, they, they Wayne Tickle pulled it out last year, and maybe he'll yeah. figure it out again. Um, I I don't know, man. I have a hard time imagining that, but yeah, that was that was you know, that was it could happen. Incredible. Um, yeah. yeah. So I I think yeah for me, I I. I it, depending if they get if they get through a, a decent non-conference they get a win or two that matters in their non-conference and it all depends on the wins right like they got to get the yep. the wins that matter they got to get some road wins in there i think five and five on the road is what he said if you do that like if 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 one of the wins is oregon one of the wins is stanford one of the wins is arizona you know like if you get those and you know if, if if your five road wins and four of them are cal oregon state utah UW, right then maybe you're it's not as good um so yeah it all depends on how they play against those in those quadrant one quadrant two games um yeah i i think like 10 or 11 puts them on the bubble 12 plus two wins and you add those two wins in the tournament like the yeah, that's a big I think difference be, they'd be solidly in. Yeah. yeah, twelve. Go out if you get twelve wins and then go out in the first round. You might be sweating a little bit depending on what you've done. Yeah, uh, but again, as we talk over and over again, these are moving goalposts, and yep. you just literally like week to week during the season, you don't actually know what matters. Yep. Like like there was a point before WSU beat Stanford that Stanford was looking like like a tournament team last year and then they yep. lost like five games in a row and they weren't, <laughs> so, yep. and so then they, we, weren't, we assume, they weren't close. Yeah, yeah. They weren't even close. They were about as close as WSU, honestly. Like it was like, not, they weren't close. Um, they were definitely closer than WSU, but they, they were it basically in the same spot that WSU was. Yep. Uh, yep. but yeah, so we don't know. So yeah. Second part of the question. Second part is, do you think that, that this bunch can do that? without Isaac Bonton and and the answer is absolutely yes. Yep. So yeah. we've talked about this before. You bring in Michael Flowers, uh probably maybe a more efficient Bonton on offense, maybe a little gives up a little bit on defense. Uh but then you you add in Tyrell Roberts offensively. Uh you add in Kim Aiken offensively and defensively. Uh obviously you add in uh, Muhammad Gay to add in depth to the back court or to front court. Um, yep. I, I think they've definitely, we expect the freshmen, particularly to the sophomores that are going to be sophomores or super freshmen, uh, to take a leap. That's usually the biggest jump. Um, 
we've already talked about this rotation is already crammed, jam-packed, like more stacked than we've ever had in, in well, not ever had, but in a long time. Yep. Uh, in over a decade. Yeah. Uh, so this is, uh, I, I, this is as talented, this is going to be a more talented roster than they had last season. And yep. yeah, like, and, and they were able to replace a like for like player with Bonton, you know, flowers to Bonton, Bonton to flowers. So I, yeah, absolutely. Like I, I, they're projected 42nd on Bart Torvik right now for a reason. And they're going to be in the top 50, probably on Kempom. Like when, when the, when his projections come out. So it, I, it's, and if you're looking at, yeah, with what the Pac-12 looks like next year, with a lot of teams that are kind of going to be uh, in like the looking for seedings from six to, you know, on the bubble, there's going to be a lot of wins available there. And so, yep. and I, and I do believe WSU is one of the better coaches in the league. Yep. And, uh, and so I, I think combine that with what they got. Yes. Yes. Yep. The answer is yes. Yep. Yep. I, it's everything you said. I don't have a whole lot to add. They, they definitely are talented enough to do it. We know, you know, we know, we know, we know that Kyle Smith always, always, always outperforms his projections. Um, you know, I, I suppose anybody could have, um, you know, a, a bad season, but you know, teams that are more, uh, susceptible to that kind of variance would be, you know, teams that are maybe highly reliant on a, on a particular superstar. And, and this team is not that right. Like they, they are not one injury away from falling apart. You know, this is not, uh, it's not WSU without clay Thompson, you know, in 2009 or whatever, like, um, you know, or, or Reggie Moore, right? Like when Reggie Moore went out, it was like, Oh man, what are, what are we going to do? Right. And it was, it was hugely problematic for that team. Um, they were just sort of pretty wafer thin, uh, outside of the, the top couple of guys there. Uh, this team, man, they've got, you know, part of it is they've got, you know, 15 guys on their roster right now. So, uh, I don't know how that gets taken care of, but, uh, cause you look at, it, you go, man, look, they got depth everywhere. And, and like I said, part of that is they, they've got a lot of guys on their roster, but, uh, but beyond that, they just, you know, the, you look at pretty much every position and you just don't see a spot where, um, you know, where one critical injury causes a major problem. Now, if there is a spot, it's probably point guard again. Right. And that's only because we don't know what, you know, Jefferson Koulibaly is bringing to the table, uh, you know, we don't know if miles rice is coming and what he brings to the table. Right. We just, we kind of, you know, we just kind of don't, um, uh, we don't really know what that looks like if flowers, uh, is not there, but we do know that, you know, unlike Bonton and, you know, of course we all love Isaac Bonton, but you know, for two years, he kind of struggled really with nagging injuries. Um, and he was, you know, total warrior played through all the stuff, but you know, missed games. And honestly, it seemed more fluky than anything, but it was something that happened. Uh, Flowers is a guy who's a workhorse, plays a ton of minutes, doesn't miss games. Um, so, you know, th that's obviously not a guarantee. You could always have something happen. But but I just think you feel really good about the pieces that you've got and and how um, even if, you know, so you get some injuries or, or some curveballs get thrown at you, um, I, I think you feel really good about the roster's chance to – 
um, you know, to continue to win, especially with uh, the coaching staff that we've got, which, you know, honestly, I would put up against any any staff in the conference for sure. So it's uh, it's exciting, man. It's exciting. I think I think they can do it. And, uh, you know, not that I want to blow through my summer, but uh, but I'm I'm excited for for basketball season next year. And F. Abigidi is also F. Abigidi is also excited for it. He said he can't wait yeah. for next season. Tweeted that out today. We <laughs> agree, F. A. We agree. Yes. Um, Samesies. Samesies. Uh, so I'm gonna, you know, building off of what we just talked about, I'm gonna go back to our guy Brian um, with his other question, and this is gonna be an easy one. <laughs> Who is building better for the future, Smith? Rolo or the Mariners? <laughs> well, I know which one's last on that list. Well, okay. Look, one thing is, first of all, never trust anything the Mariners are doing. Yes, Ever. The, all these young players could be something someday. And I'm a big Mariners fan, but uh, that's I why I know. That's why I know to never trust anything what's going on. Yes. You know, uh, Jared Kelnick is hitting like 115 right now or 114 or something. You know, I don't know what's going on tonight. I, I know they gave up a five run inning early, so that's all I know. Yeah. Um, he was on pace for like 80 home runs too at one point. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't <laughs> think he's going to hit that. I mean, he's, you don't think he's no, but yeah, but you know, it's they, the, yeah. like they, I don't, I just can't ever believe in a, in a future for the Mariners. I, it, it's just no. it, I just I just exist day to day as a Mariners fan. I do not look to the future. Um, look, I I talk all the time about how uh, I'm a big believer in Occam's razor, right? Like the simplest explanation is the best one. And if you consider the Mariners haven't been in the playoff in 20 damn years and you look at all the other teams that have been to the playoffs and you go, "You know what? If you've been haven't been to the playoffs in 20 damn years, it's because you honestly don't care enough to be in the playoffs. And I know that that sounds kind of weird. Like, Oh, is it, it's just a matter of caring. Kinda. It kinda is, you know, it's like, do you care enough to put together a competent organization? Do you care enough to pay the money that needs to be paid when it needs to be paid? Now they've handed out contracts, no doubt about that, but you know, it's, there's just a sort of a thing when, you know, you are stubbing your toe every single year and you're constantly rebuilding every handful of years. Like, Eh, you know, I mean, you're probably, it's probably you, right? It's probably them. It's probably the, the leadership. And so, you know, there, there we are and, and there they are. And so I don't, I don't, I mean, I, as long as this ownership owns the team, I, I have every confidence they will screw everything up. So. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, so that, that takes to, care of that one. Comes down to Smith or Rolo. <laughs> yes. Um, I, you just that just come on yeah yeah that's not a fair fight right now like not a fair Smith fight is right bringing now. in top 50 recruit top 100 yeah. recruits top yeah. 150 recruits regularly um yeah. and also adding experienced pieces that because if you talk about building for the future at some point you need to show some success Yes. So I know we want to see the young guys develop, but you're going to have more success bringing more talented players in if you can prove that you're winning a place that can win, a place that can send guys to the NBA, whatever. Um, so, yeah, it's got to be Smith. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, it's. It's not even a knock against Rolo. It's just Smith. I mean, we just haven't doing... seen anything. We haven't seen anything from him yet, right? Like, yeah, we, yeah, we haven't. Four like ridiculously. We've seen some, just we've seen like, some very whatever games. Yeah, very some very WSU recruiting classes, like some very like regular yeah. WSU recruiting classes. Yeah, like it's we haven't I seen mean, anything spectacular on in the recruiting front. No offense to all the kids that have signed, but yeah, I like what um, he's doing with transfers. You know, I, I think so, uh, you know, the idea of maybe going and getting a guy who was, you know, a pretty highly rated recruit, but couldn't break through at a bigger program. You know, you bring him in, you know, maybe that, you know, you find some value there. I'm totally down with that. Like, I, I think he's doing what he can. Uh, we just don't, we just don't know yet. Right. Like all we've seen is four games in a uh, suboptimal uh, environment. <laughs> you know, we have no idea. I, I know we you know, we have our thoughts that we, we shared, uh, you know, after the spring game about kind of where we see trouble. You know, the quarterback spot could be a major issue. But, you know, we just, there's just not enough information out there on on Rolovich. But even without that information, I still trust him more than the Mariners. So. Uh, yeah. and then Kyle Smith, you know, like you said, uh, you know, bringing in a top 50 recruit is just, you know, uh, we've only done that one other time and, and that was Tony Bennett. And that was, you know, that was Tony Bennett on the heels of two NCAA tournament appearances. <laughs> you know, yeah. that wasn't, that wasn't Kyle Smith selling the program with, you know, a couple of, uh, you know, okay seasons basketball. Yeah. Right? Seven win like conference seasons yeah like you know this coaching staff is unbelievable at selling their vision i don't know how they're doing it but it it truly is you know because that's the only way you convince guys like this right like you convince them hey you know we're building something special um every wsu coach in history has tried to convince people of that and has not succeeded so um by the way cheers to cheers to clay thompson uh some Some other uh, service uh, rated Muhammad Gay and dropped him down just a little bit. And Clay is back to the all-time Clay best rated back to number one in WC yeah. history. Sorry, sorry, the Muhammad. 24-7, for people who don't know, the 24-7 rating is a composite rating. So they take various services and then come up with a number that reflects kind of a consensus on a player. So, yeah, somebody somebody rated Muhammad Gay a little bit lower and it uh, he he lost uh, he lost his standing as the best recruit ever by by a fraction, by a small fraction. So still still well ahead of uh, Portland State legend Michael Hartu. So yes, that is that uh. is true. That is true. So and, yeah, and yeah, ahead and the ahead of Smith, the answer Smith. And, and and ahead of San Diego State legend Xavier Thames. So oh yeah, <laughs> it's kind of depressing. Who could forget uh, Xavier Thames? <laughs> um. Yeah, so yeah, Smith. Smith. Yes. Um Well uh is it my turn or is it your turn? I don't it's well turn. it would be I my turn, but turn. I don't have any more questions. Okay, so Well I actually I take Oh yeah, because some of these I are do. Just... I have more f- I have more from Dave. I can go back to Oh Dave no, you got you there's uh you, you see that one from uh Devin, right? Nope. Okay. Maybe maybe you got that guy. Okay, so I got 
So, actually, we were talking about Rolo. So, oh, I do see ha- that. I do Jeff, have that. Ah. Have Have you seen the the new Rolo recruiting video? Like the yes. the taken. Uh, yes. So thoughts pretty funny on that. It's pretty funny. One thing I will say: there's no fucking way a 17 year old gets that reference. I I'm know. Sorry. I'm like, there's no way. Maybe maybe they're making that. Maybe they're making that for us. Because I'm <laughs> like, know. if you're a 17 year old, like this is kind of aggressive, like and yeah. weird. But I will immediately, like you. we're. We're like, okay, this is a take. Maybe they've just seen it as a meme, and so they figured it out. Maybe, maybe I'm underestimating. Maybe it's on TikTok. I don't know. Uh, I don't think they would get it. Also, it was pretty funny. Like he did a good. It was job. pretty. Funny. It, it was yeah, funny. It was pretty. Yeah. Funny. So, if you don't want to come, I can't to Pullman, imagine. We're yeah. not. We don't want you. But if you want, if you you are interested, we will fight you. Yep. It's pretty good. Yep. Uh, oh, by the way, Scott Cresswell wanted us to talk about politics. <laughs> got any thoughts about politics craig politics are the activities associated with the governance of a country or other area especially <laughs> the debate or conflict among individuals or parties having or hoping to achieve power um that's you know yes, that's but, what i think but, that's what i but think what are your th- how do you feel about the filibuster craig uh yeah what, what would is you say a, to joe manchin if you could get him on the phone right now is he a football player is that is a filibuster uh is that a special it's a new football formation play. like joe manchin i'm looking at the 247 list right now he's not a joe manchin sounds like a or? joe manchin sounds like a, an offensive lineman for oklahoma that's that's yeah. what that name sounds like joe manchin that's right. You know, I just got to. 6'4, 340, Joe Manchin. <laughs> Jeez. Built like a brick out of tackle. Yeah. Well, he's 6'4, kinda... 340? Yeah, Maybe dude. guard. Maybe guard. He might be a it's guard a, or a center at that size. It's a big ass guard. <laughs> it's a lychee uh, guard. So. All right. Yeah. That, so that has politics. Been, uh, that's, that's been politics talk on podcast versus everyone. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> Crest nasty. Uh, Have fun it. in Austin, buddy. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else we got? Uh, so I got a um, from Devin Lewis at Devin Lewis eighty nine. Yes. Let's get your answers for who is the best kook currently in each pro sports league. He lists NFL, MLB, NBA, NWSL. I don't think there's Cougs and other like I, we're not obviously going to go into the European basketball leagues and the Australian basketball leagues. Yes, the, that wherever is wherever the hell else those guys are playing. That is um, true. But NFL, um, I guess maybe it's got to be maybe Jalen Thompson at the moment. I, maybe, yeah. I don't know. That's uh, hold on. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta find out who's still in the league. <laughs> yeah i'm true. trying to I'm, I'm trying to remember who's all who's all in the league right now uh so yeah jalen thompson's probably oh by the way probably okay good, probably good guess Dude, okay i this yeah is pissing me off i just yeah it i googled coogs in the nfl yep 
me who constantly Googles things about Washington State University. Every. Okay, so the one, two, three, four, five. Okay, so the first two. The first two results are BYU. The third result is Houston. <laughs> the fourth result is BYU. The fifth result is BYU. The sixth result is BYU. We have to go down to all right. Uh, six reasons why 2022 could be a banner year for WSU. Seattle Times article, seventh okay, on the so list. Okay, I'm, so I'm looking at the list. I'm looking at the list. Here are the guys who I think are still in the league. Okay. Des Patman, Jalen Thompson, Andre Diller, Gardner Minshew, uh, Joe Dahl and Dayon Buchanan. I think that's the list of guys yep. that are still in the NFL. Okay. Super Bowl champion, so the, Dayon Buchanan. Yes, that's right. So the best of that bunch. Uh, in terms of the impact they had on the field recently is be Jalen Thompson. Re- like, yeah, I guess. Dillard's uh, been struggling with injuries. Well, yeah. I mean, Dillard was out like all of last season. Uh, Minshew is headed for backup status in Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, I guess Minshew would be the other one with. Thompson, yeah. Probably. I mean, Minshew's obviously maybe accomplished more than any of them. So yeah. maybe that's the way to look at it. I mean, he's, you know, he was basically a almost two year starter in Jacksonville. So that's, that's pretty, he wasn't terrible. You know, he was, he was pretty good at times surrounded by a really awful roster. So, yes. you know, so, and, and an yeah. offensive line that got him murdered every week. So I'd go, you know, I'd go with Minshew probably. I'd probably yeah, that's Minshew. good. You've convinced me. I'd go with that. Um, I, I do think probably Jalen has the Minshew's potential. If Minshew lands in somewhere good, if someone believes in what he can do uh, and they actually give him some talent to play with, he could like, yeah. he'd be pretty good. Uh, Jalen might have the highest ceiling of the guys in there right now. He's only 22 still. He's already got a couple years under his belt. Um, he played a lot more his second year than he did his first year. Yeah. Um, I, that's that's a total lie. He played a lot more in his first year. But I think he had some injuries last year. But, um, but yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe Minshew. I'll go with Minshew, too. Like, he's definitely most accomplished. Um, if only we had Jalen that one more season. I know. Uh, Doggone yeah. it. But, but he did in that one season that when he wasn't playing WSU had 57 tackles and a pick in the NFL. So good for, good for him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Let's get more guys in the NFL. Uh, not enough. Not enough right now. Yeah. It's kind of weird that there's not more given the success we had. Uh, Mataafa, I guess, is in the NFL too, and he's been. Yeah. Oh, he wasn't on the list because I was yeah. only looking at draft picks. Yeah, I was only, and so Frankie Louvu is another one. So he's yeah. in. Uh, Equale, I don't think is still in. I'm not positive about that though. So all those guys were undrafted. That's why I was looking at a list of draft picks. So uh, that that's why they weren't that's why those guys weren't on the list. I was I was looking at pro football reference. So Aquale is still on the Jags, I think. Okay. As yeah. of now. Yeah. So um, yeah, I I don't think that really changes the answer. 
any of those guys. No. Yeah, I, I, I'd obviously I'd like to see Mataafa get more opportunity. I think he could, you know, he he's been kind of a. Yeah, he's already twenty six, man. Jeez. Um, yeah, I know. Where does the time go? Isn't it crazy? He left a year early, and he's. I guess he missed a whole season because he was hurt. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah, he's already twenty six, almost twenty six. He'll be twenty six by the time the well, by the second week of the season. Um. But yeah. So yeah. You know, I Mataafa. I think Mataafa and Thompson both have a chance to be very good. Yeah. Um, Luvu has definitely impacted, uh, you know, made an impact. Um, that's a great story. Yeah. I guess we'll go for Minshew now, but, uh, some guys on the yeah, defensive side can, can ball out river Craycraft, Of course we can't forget him. Oh yeah. Um, I forgot. He was I, still, I definitely wouldn't say still up with the 49ers. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, great. um, man. Yeah. So, uh, we just bungled our way through that. Congrats, everyone. Yes, we did. Um, we th- These were just answering questions unprepared. Um, and apparently we didn't have good enough knowledge just up top of our head. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Do we have any more? Is I'm old, it? man. So I can't, you know, I can't. I can't. So I got one yeah. more in the email, but we're not going to do it tonight. We'll do it another. We'll do it another day. We didn't. We didn't um, even finish up with the other with the other leagues. Oh shit! Yeah, we just did NFL, <laughs> MLB, NBA, NWSL. Uh, dude, MLB. Like, so okay, again, I'm I'm looking through MLB right now, and I'm like, uh, like, do we like do we have anybody in Major League Baseball right now? Uh, like honestly, I'm not sure. We had the most for so long. Yeah. Uh is Adam Conley still in the in the bigs? Man, and he's a Marbet player. Let's see. Adam Conley is not in the bigs. He last appeared yeah, in twenty nineteen. It's getting depressing. Yeah, I don't I don't know the answer to that. I don't I don't know, man. I don't pay attention to that as much. I'm sure Kook fan could tell us. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe ask those yeah. guys. So Ian Hamilton has not played this year. Nope. Didn't he get claimed by the Mariners? Yeah. Yeah. So he's in the I Mariners minor see... league system, I think. Yeah, I'm looking at a list on baseball reference of Washington State University baseball players. And Ian Hamilton is the most recent in 2020. Yep. So the best and is no he's one. He's actually with the Twins now. Ian Hamilton is he actually twins. playing? No. No, he is not. He has not appeared so, for this year. The best the is minors. no one. The no one is the answer for that one. Depressingly. Yeah. Um. Yikes. I don't know. Let me okay. let me double check. Let me make sure I haven't missed anybody here. I mean, let's see. AJ Blocks in the it. minors. Uh, oh, that was just batting. Let me go to pitching. Uh, pitching's the same. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking uh, down the list. Um. Yeah, 
I mean, the only two guys who have appeared in the majors are Adam Conley and Ian Hamilton in like the last like 25 years. Todd yeah. Bielitz was the last one before them. He, well, obviously he had, went to Wazoo when Olerud. I went to school. John Olerud in the last 25 years, too. Yes, but I mean, like, guys who were drafted, like, in the last 25 years, I guess what I'm getting after. So, who ended up making it to the bigs. So, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's not it's not good right now. It's not good right now. But, yeah, Hattie that's Bird all right. That's, that's going to change. Your 25 What's that? Um, Scott Hattieberg almost hits that. And Mark Hendrickson is in there. Yep. Yeah, they were they in were the all in that same years. area. Rob Ramsey was in that area. Mike Kincaid, those guys all played when I was in school. So, yeah, you know there was some there. What we we will get back there, Craig. We will get back there. Wow. I feel I feel good about what we're. There's doing. a couple. There's, there's a spot. couple guys at least on the team right now. That yeah. Oh, for sure. There in the next. Uh, oh my God, I'm drawing a total blank. But the the first baseman. Manzardo. Yeah. Manzardo is going to be, I mean, I don't, I, I can't imagine he's going to last past the first few rounds of yeah. the draft. I mean, I'm not, I'm certainly no baseball draft expert, but he seems like a, like a pretty decent prospect. So seems, um, seems pretty good. Yeah. He seems all right. So, uh, NBA NBA now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he hasn't played in two years. Yeah. So are we saying right now, right now, better. Like, would you yeah, take I, him or Aaron Baines in a one-on-one matchup right this second? I, I bet that Clay Thompson is – how far is he from that injury? Six months. Uh, more than that. Eight months? Was the beginning uh, of the season. So what was it, October, right? So like eight months? He had surgery in November. So. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I I think <laughs> I think he probably surgery you recover faster. I'm three months out. I think he probably could still beat Bates just on shooting the ball over his head a lot. Oh. Um, I don't know, man. Okay, if you want to say right now because Clay Thompson's not playing, then it's Aaron Bates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we right need to get we need <laughs> we need to get the Baines Aaron Baines fan club on this one. Wait, is <laughs> wait is Aaron Baines better than Malachi Flynn? Uh, I think so, D- but we do we get to claim Malachi Flynn? Absolutely, dude. Once Cook, always Cook. I I know, but like he put it, he the, played more at WSU than he did at San Diego State. It's true. It is true. Actually, Malachi might be better. What about Robert Franks? Where does he fit? He's, a, After he's an NBA minutes. player right now. After Malachi, for sure. And they those two played on the same shitty WCT. <laughs> I know. It's like Ernie Kent somewhere is sitting on a beach in Mexico going, I had two NBA players, and they still don't love me. So You're damn right we don't love you. Play, player efficiency rating this past season. Malachi, 10.9. Baines, 10.5. Ooh. Baines played slightly more. So, you know, and they're playing for the same team, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, it is. Um, Yeah. So, 
don't know. I, I, I think like I might give the edge to Malachi. Oh. It's I mean Baines I mean no I mean Baines is on is thirty four, man. Like it's no true. no offense to it. It's true. Uh it's it's close though. They're right there. What about CJ Ellaby? Uh he's over Robert Franks, I'm gonna say. Yeah. So if we're if we're making our, our pecking order right now, Clay, Malachi, Aaron Baines, CJ Ellaby, Robert CJ. Franks. There are there that so you just listed five WSU players in the NBA at once. Yes, I did. And there is not one single player in Major League Baseball. Yes, that is true. Which is nuts. <laughs> like, yeah, with twenty five man rosters and thirty and just teams, the histories of teams. the programs. Like yep, yep. I mean, it's just yep. crazy. There are two Ernie Kent three Ernie Kent players in the NBA that played for three, Ernie Kent. three, three. Ernie Kent recruits. Ernie Shout Kent recruited three NBA players. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> ah! And lost a lot of games and lost um, a lot of games. Yeah. Wow. Uh, NWSL. That one's Morgan Weaver. Yeah. Morgan right Weaver now, or, right? Or Trinity. Let's go, she got to be above Trinity Rodman right now, yeah? I I don't know, man. Like, Morgan kind of plays. Uh, Trinity gets more start. I mean, Morgan is on probably the deepest roster in NWSL. Like, it's it's a tough, it's a tough roster to break through. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll say Morgan. Yeah, she looks a little more... From what I've seen from her, looks a little more polished, obviously, at the moment. Um, she's still got that pace. Uh, yeah, so go with her. Unis- university place uh, grad. Um, go Cougs. So Morgan, but also Trinity's right there. And then we'll have a few more. Um, like uh, Macamacomire Stevens will be in NWSL next year. And who's uh, the the Stanford transfer? Um, Avery Collins. Yeah, she's in the NWSL as well, right? Is that is that right? Jeff is gone. He is gone, gone, gone. Not even, not even around. I'm back. Okay, so what I was saying is, uh, <laughs> my headphones was... just dropped. I couldn't like, I could see your like little meter going up that I could see you were still talking, but I couldn't, I couldn't hear anything. It was like, they kept my headphones cut out. It was weird. So I was, I was trying to think of other players. Avery Collins is in, is in the, yes, is in the NDMSL as well. Yes, um, that is true. Uh, she is also for the Washington spirit. So they got a couple, yes. um, and then, but Morgan um, Weaver's a, she's a regular starter for one of the better teams in the league. That's pretty good. It, no. Is she a regular starter? I would say she I think so. isn't she more of, uh, a sub. Okay, hold on. Let me look. She, I know she started the game against the rain. Okay. Hold on. I'm trying here. So she has started two matches out of the four this year. Okay. All right. All right. I see that now. Okay. Yeah. 
two assists. No goals. So she's got one more assist in in the regular season than than uh than Trinity. Avery Collins and about sixty percent of the minutes. So Avery has started has played eighty four minutes in twenty twenty. Uh trying to look at what she's got here. Um So a tw- uh, she has not played this year, so um, we we won't put her up there. Uh, yes, Ella Diedrich is playing is like the third string keeper for the Oil Rain. Um, I think that's the Kook players right now. But yeah, like I said, Macamaka Bear Stevens got drafted. She'll she'll be and then who else got drafted? I. Um, and by the way, Avery Collins is not on Washington's roster this year. Ah, uh, so bummer. she may not be playing at all. Yeah, at or all. at least not in the. Or NWSL. At least not in the NWSL. Yeah. So. Yep. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's I mean, that might that might be you know the answer might be Trinity Rodman right now. Might be she's yeah. played more minute the most minutes out of any. Yeah. Of them. That's pretty Just, good. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, next year, yeah. Okay, Brianna Auger is the other one. That'll, and Makame and Brianna Auger uh, will have, were both drafted, played this season, and then yes. will um, hopefully play in the NWSL yes. uh, next season. Yeah, and we don't. Let's see. There's no Cougs in the MLS, as far as I know. That would be crazy. If there that was. would be weird. That would be strange. <laughs> But, you know, you never know, I guess. Uh, and no Cougs in the NHL. No Cougs either. in the NHL, as far as I know. Um, yeah, yeah, that's uh, – I, I think that I think that covers our bases, right? On the, Who on knows? The there sports. may be some Cougs in Major League Rugby. I have no idea. There could be. There could be. I'm not sure. We've, we've got a pretty good rugby program. I think you know, the I best think. Coug in the Japanese Basketball League is Josh Hawkinson. Definitely Josh Hawkinson. That. Yeah. Definitely. And then there's uh let's see is is uh D'Angelo he's not Casto anymore. D'Angelo Hamilton is Hamilton. uh is he he's playing in Vietnam or something, right? So he's definitely the best coog in the Vietnamese basketball <laughs> league. Uh Brock Modem is definitely the best coog in somewhere in Europe. Not sure where he is now. But you know, is Taylor Rochester still. I think there? he is. Balling? I think he's still playing. Yeah, I think he's still playing in. Uh, I think he's playing in Israel, if I remember right. What? So he's he's actually now a naturalized Montenegrin professional basketball player. So he has really. He has. He's a he's a Montenegro citizen. Really. <laughs> That's awesome. That's on his wiki, on his Wikipedia, which I'm guessing his dad updated. But uh, that's amazing. I wonder why. That's awesome. Yeah. He <laughs> Maybe also it represents the like, Cinder Montenegrin national basketball team. How about that? Maybe that's why. 
He gets to, Maybe. Gets to play internationally, you know? Yeah. I'll, anytime I hear of Montenegro, by the way, it's like because I've been teaching for so long and I teach the great Gatsby over and over again, <laughs> all I can ever think of is that scene where uh, where Jay Gatsby goes, you know, I got I got this medal from Montenegro. <laughs> Little Montenegro. So anyway. I'll say that 100% uh, Rochesi, not only the best Coug in the Israeli Basketball League, definitely the best Coug on the Montenegro national team. Yeah. I, I'll put that out I'm there. confident I'm not, to say that, yes. I'm just not even not even holding back on that one. Absolutely. I, I, I feel confident. I feel confident to say that. Uh, yeah, so he's uh, he last played this season for... Servina Zesveda MTS. Oh, okay. No idea who that is. I missed that one. Yeah, he's play, He actually played yeah, for two two different teams this year. He started with uh, a team in the Israeli Super League. Oh, okay. Hapel Haifa. I don't know. I probably. I'm sure I butchered that. Uh, yes, and then he moved to a different did. team. Moved to a different team later. So yeah. There you oh, go. Oh man. That, the more you know. Why, why couldn't you pronounce this other one, Jeff? <laughs> the the one that he's playing on right now. This full of consonants. <laughs> There's only, I think, about four vowels out of the 26 letters. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, it looks. It, Look it does appear that Taylor's Taylor's career is is winding down at 35. It does appear that way. Look, he started with Galata Galata Saray. Yes. Who? Uh, that is the team that. Um, in soccer that Yedlin is playing for now, right? Yeah. So what you get in Europe is, you know, you got these clubs that, you know, they, uh, they, they do multiple teams, right? Basketball teams, soccer teams, you know, like they, they women's teams, men's teams, basketball teams, like, uh, cricket teams. Like, honestly, they'll like do like legitimate sports clubs. Yeah. They're legitimate sports clubs. They sponsor all these different teams. Like, in fact, the thing that I learned about German football, uh, soccer teams is that, you know, like a lot of the teams that are like VFB, right. What that does is that describes what sport they're playing. Uh, like a lot of those, like, abbreviations that come in front of their club names like that's what that's what that's what those are i was like oh i i had no idea what those were because like you know these clubs you had to you had to distinguish which sport you were playing because they were they would sponsor multiple sports so there you go the more you know about european uh, club sports and dun, 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 dortmund dun. dortmund the more you know dortmund is starting a women's soccer team yeah. so All i told right. the that one day she could represent BBB. She was pretty excited about that. Yeah, I'm sure she was. Um, yeah. Uh, I think that's all the questions we got, but that definitely <laughs> filled up quite a bit that of That was awesome. Show. I actually had fun with that. We should do that again. Yeah. We should do that again. Yeah. Um, did you Did you have a good beer tonight? or? I did not have any beer tonight because I was afraid it would put me to sleep. And I need to I need to mix the episode tonight before I go to bed. So and I gotta I gotta do school planning in the morning. So I was kinda You're like, almost yeah. done with that. Yeah. Oh, so close. So close to being done. I'm uh, So I'm, I'm having uh 
I had some friends went to Montana. Uh, they brought me back a beer from Kettle House Brewing, which is kind of one of the Montana stalwart yep. craft beers. Yep. Uh, they're they're most famous for Cold Smoke, the Scotch Ale. Yep. Pretty I've tasty. Yep. Um, so I'm having a whiskey barrel aged white stout. Yeah, and uh, you know what, Jeff? <laughs> Fuck this. Let's end it. <laughs> yeah. We well, have you know, if I, if I do my job right, nobody will know that we are now yeah. on like our third different recording here. Yeah, but 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 they need to know that. <laughs> it's it's about are, time to call it. Quick. We are tapping out for a reason. Uh, it's time to stop. Yeah. There have been, we, the the podcast gods have told us that we yes. are done. Uh, but we but one, we, one cannot, we cannot things. stop. We cannot stop without fully recognizing Washington State University as Apple Cup Challenge Series Boeing champions. Thanks to baseball. Of course. Of course. Because, because we are the Boeing Apple Cup Series Challenge champion people. Yes, we are. <laughs> Suck it. Also, but in all seri- in all seriousness, it is awesome that baseball took two out of three from Washington. Because that's what is that's two with, programs heading in opposite directions. What is with that scoring system? Yeah, I. <laughs> you so, get points for winning, and you get points for losing. So, like for example, <laughs> just the one I remember off the top of my head is you get fifty points in football for winning, twenty five for losing. Why isn't it twenty five for winning and zero for losing? What? I know. Why do, <laughs> like, what is the point of having the losing points? I, Just take I, the difference know, of that and have that be the winning points. I, I actually gave some thought to this. Um, I mean, in this system, a football loss is worth more than a win in almost every sport. Like... <laughs> But I'm, it I'm not, trying to, not but if I mean, you consider that it also it, gives an extra out, 25 so, points. I mean, I'm, I, I guess like the only thing I could think of was that it was like, so for people who don't know what we're talking about, like, like the foot, like the scoring system for this Boeing cup challenge series thing is like, um, you know, the, it's a sliding scale. Some sports are worth more than others. I mean, Football's worth the most, right? And then, like, down to, like, you know, tennis is worth, like, me, I think the least or something. Let me hesitantly and, open up Slack and hope it doesn't destroy everything. Okay. Right. It's going. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and so it's, it's, it's kind of crazy. But you get points both for winning and for losing. And the points for winning are just double the points yeah. that you get for losing. Uh, so, yeah. You so know, you get fit. So basketball 30-15. For both sports, volleyball 30-15 as well, 30-15, to 20-10. So why isn't it 25 points to win football, yeah. 15 points to win basketball, 15 points to win volleyball, 10 points to win soccer, 10 points to win baseball, 5 points to win crew, tennis, track and field? Is it just like, to make it look not as bad if one yeah. side dominates the other? Yeah, but like, now that, that I know... Idea? Now that I know, it's just de- yeah. I think it is because it, it makes the points look more. I guess I, it's just weird. Yeah, like WSU won one ninety to one eighty five instead of winning like, you know, a hundred to ninety five. I, I don't know. Like right. it's it, it's uh, it's weird. Um, but you know, 
it it functions the same way as just awarding all the points to whoever. Um, I am confused. Why did they not play in volleyball? Oh, that's right, because they were yeah, it was it was COVID. COVID canceled. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So we kind of so UW's like UW definitely like volleyball. Their team that would have been a a tough game for WSU. Um, yeah. So we football, benefited benefited football from we care football we definitely it was our fault it was canceled so but you know what apple womp, cup series champs hey suck it you, you cannot done. suck it you cannot argue with stats 190 to 185 that's right wsu i do love that it came down to like the baseball team at the end yeah. Just being clinching it. That was great. Yep. I'm all on board with this Apple Cup Apple Cup series now. Like it's Yes. Uh, yeah, it's definitely not like a fluky, weird, gimmicky thing. It's definitely very serious and super important. Yes. <laughs> it's very important. Uh yeah. because we won. It's important because we won. Correct. That's exactly. That's exactly so. That. Go Cougs. Uh, Go Cougs. We'll, let's say, so I want to uh, plug a couple. Jeff and I have been, we have been doing our podcast. We've been doing other people's podcasts. Yeah. Um, I think I plugged it. I was on the Chase Thomas podcast. Actually. Yep. You did plug it last time. We bigger. Were on, yeah. So that one, if you want to hear about WSU football, um, same for the uh, Blue Bloods podcast. I was on that one. Uh, that guy's an Auburn fan, so we talked a little bit about when WC played Auburn. That was fun. Um, in both these podcasts, I called out Tennessee fans because they're both SEC <laughs> fans that were interviewing me. So I called out Tennessee fans for being shitheads to Jared Garantano. Um, I also blew both their minds by saying that I did not think that he was going to start. Um, although I'll, I'll give credit to the Auburn guy. He was, he was loving Jaden Delora. So he obviously actually watched WSU. So I gave him, I gave him credit for that. Uh, but that was okay. the blue bloods guy. That was a fun interview. Uh, the chase Thomas one was fun too. Uh, so check those out. Jeff, you were on a podcast too, right? Yeah, I was on, I was on with the, uh, quack 12 guys. Uh, so that, <laughs> that was, that was fun. Those guys are cool. I've, I've been on their show each summer the last few years uh, they, they do their homework. They know their stuff. So yeah, it's a, it's a fun conversation. Um, it's, it's, and it's always interesting to talk to somebody else about their perception of your players and your, your roster. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So cool. That, that's a, that's a fun one to listen to. Um, and I, and I think, I think I'm getting on somebody else's podcast this week or next week too. I don't, I don't even know which one, but <laughs> he emailed me. I'm like, sure. I'll help you. I'll help you out. Sure. Yeah. I always, yeah. I always like, I, I do kind of like a little bit of cursory search to make sure they don't say any like really shitty stuff online. Yeah. Before I agree to the podcast, that's basically my only thing. That's a good like, idea. I should do that. You better not be like a terrible human. <laughs> and so I do you're that. Like searching up, and you're like, oh, <laughs> they're cute. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. Maybe I don't want to do this. Yeah, they got, they got like a Pepe the Frog. Oh, no. they, they got a Pepe the Frog, uh, uh, Abby. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, no, yeah. uh, maybe not. No, so like, no but, ne- you know, I did. neither of the guys that have uh, uh, have interviewed me, 
it, it That's good. that way as far as I know. And as long as I don't know, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, follow me on Twitter at the Craig powers, yeah. follow Jeff at pod versus everyone. Yep. Email us. If you have questions, uh, podcast versus everyone at gmail.com questions topics to talk about especially during the summer um yeah. we're still we'd love to have some help designing t-shirts if you want to help us with that yeah. we'll probably we'll give you some of the money from if we sell yeah. them so yeah i think so um that'd be cool because uh, you know our friend that made the podcast you know the podcast song yeah randy england randy england we didn't give him shit. Oh, actually, He's rich and I, I famous. Him, I sent him. I sent him. I sent him a bunch of beer from uh, from uh, bearded uh, bearded. No, that's I'm, I'm combining multiple breweries in Nashville from Southern Grist. I sent him a bunch of beer from Southern Grist. Um, that's so better I did, than that's better I did than money. Give him Let's be some honest. compensation. Yeah, that's better than money. Yeah. Uh, so Randy England music. Yeah. He's the one that makes all of our music on here. Um, so yeah. give him a follow on Instagram. I believe it's Randy England music as you think it's spelled. Um, yes. so yeah, that's everything. And with that, uh, to celebrate our Apple cup series champions, I'm going to say go Cougs. Go Cougs, Craig. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. <laughs> <laughs>